You are listening to the Hypercubicle. Man is an animal who more than any other can adapt himself to all climates and circumstances. You lean back in your chair to take in the sights and sounds around you. It's been a while since you last did that, hasn't it? It's another day in the office, but today is also a bit different. Friday afternoon. About to complete the final meeting before you go on a long holiday with your family. It's been two, maybe three years since you took time off for anything other than Christmas. Not that you're complaining, by all means, you are what they would call a middle-class success story. By now, you feel like you basically figured life out. You're on your fifth company and second marriage, both of which are stable. Two business degrees, a perfect family with a son and a daughter, a house in the suburbs that's a little too large for your needs, two cars, the whole package, everything, except a furry child, because two regular ones is enough responsibility already. Most of your time is spent in the office, where you're in a comfortable management position at a mega corporation. Nobody even understands what you do, but you rake in substantial checks for doing it. It's not early retirement money exactly, but your kids will be able to go to college and follow in your footsteps. There's a time for retirement, and you're not that old just yet. Some time ago, you woke up in the middle of the night, sweating, it must have been some crazy dream, but you cannot even remember what it was. However, ever since that night, something has been bothering you. A little voice in the back of your mind that started whispering. Maybe it's that midlife crisis people love to joke about. In the end, you conclude that it's finally time for a real holiday. But not just a holiday, an adventure. You've got the financial means and the kids are old enough now that they can handle a long trip. As luck would have it, the mailman delivered a fat brochure with travel destinations along with the usual toilet paper. One destination in particular caught your eye. Greenland. You couldn't believe that people actually live there and that it has a thriving tourism industry too. This had to be some sort of sign from above. Despite your initial resistance, you couldn't let the idea go. What if we just do it? At dinner, you made your proposal. It was as if a grenade exploded. But when the dust settled, everyone was more than enthusiastic. Any doubts were quickly allayed when you showed them the pictures of the magnificent landscapes and the four-star hotel you'll be staying in. The anticipation alone was a thrill unlike any other. That evening, the whispering voice was drowned with a bottle of wine and a night of little sleep. The fatigue actually ended up helping you out because you weren't the least bit nervous about scheduling your holiday back in the office. The day is almost here, packing tomorrow and the flight on Sunday. Greenland is a harsh environment. 
But that doesn't mean that you need to shun civilization and live like a savage, right? You were picked up from the hotel from the airport. After just one night, as you slept off the culture shock and jet lag, the fresh air and incredible landscape reinvigorated you completely. Any concerns about your corporate life melted away as you stood face to face with the might of Mother Nature. Nothing went as planned. Despite the free Wi-Fi in the hotel, everyone only spent time there for fancy dinners to try the local cuisine. While you meant to just enjoy the town and a boat trip along the coast, you eventually found yourself taking more adventurous and exhausting activities. It started with dog sledding and you ended up hiking an entire day with the whole family. The experience was nothing short of surreal. But eventually, the trip had to come to a close. You tell yourself that the snow was beginning to tire your eyes anyway. In no time at all, you were back in the office. More energetic than ever. As if work wasn't too easy already. But in between the flow of meetings and emails, your attention and your legs started to wander. As you enter the temple of porcelain, you finally allow yourself a moment of contemplation and doubts crept into your mind, revealed by the silence. Did you settle too soon? Was this career really your choice? Or was it to please your parents? No, you don't have regrets. You're sure of that. But what is it then? A certain curiosity, perhaps? Those Greenlanders left a real impression on you. You wash your hands, shake off the thoughts, and get back to shaking hands and sending emails. At night, you could swear you heard sled dogs barking to you in the distance. Almost as if they're calling you. So what about your real life? Is it a train, stuck on its tracks, headed from one station to the next until the terminus? And are you driving or is someone else driving? Maybe you don't even know who the driver is, or if there is one at all. So what if you got off that metaphorical train? Go somewhere, anywhere, wherever your fancy takes you. Whatever opportunities present themselves, just take them, only ever stopping to assess if you're likely to come back alive or not. The best time for adventure is now. The time to break out of your comfort zone is now. The office is an unhealthy place and you know it. It's very comfortable, but so is comfort food. Comfort food makes you fat and unhappy in the long term. And hey, what do you know? The office does the same. Yeah, you can go to the gym to compensate for some of it, but that's like banging your head against the wall intentionally and then putting ice on it to undo your stupidity over and over again. Perhaps you don't work in an office, so you're exempt. No, no, you're not. It is basically inevitable that you have to deal with office types in your daily life. They've taken over. The greedy claws of management types have suffocated the so-called 
civilized world. How are you supposed to breathe properly in the cities full of smog or the countryside full of gossip and paranoia? Everyone is someone else's life manager and the government is all up in your business no matter how far you move out into the sticks. The suits will find you if they haven't already made you one of them by strapping a collar around your neck that they call a tie. It's soft and it's okay. <sighs> but how can you fight the inevitable? Wherever you turn, you either end up in an office or near one. Stopping short of becoming a hobo, what do you do? You have to make a living. And your university degree, the one you probably have or aspire to get, is navigating you to an unexpected end. Are you the captain of your life? If not, it's time to tie the captain to the mast of the ship before you meet your demise. The white collar siren's song leads you directly into the abyss. Turn away. The office lifestyle infects all that get near it. It's the greatest pandemic the world has ever seen. And accordingly, it has a name, affluenza. The chronic illness resulting from too much wealth and comfort. It does not just affect the children of rich parents either. It affects anyone with tunnel vision for money. Tunnel vision for an easy life. Worst case scenario, you hit the bottle of productivity till you see the bottom. You know what's on the bottom? Your distorted reflection. A vision of yourself which you will hardly recognize anymore once you get there. A reflection of shame you'll conveniently deny because it's too late to change them. When you submit to the office life, the stress just builds and builds. You think you're getting used to it, but how could you if there's no rest? Where's the security valve to relieve the pressure? Oh wait, it's in the other bottle. The beer bottle or the wine bottle or something much worse than that. Alternatively, you just explode one day, go insane, have a breakdown, escape on a long trip to a tropical island somewhere, and sweat it all out. You come back refreshed and it all happens again. But faster this time, because you remember the good life. The initial discomfort turned to comfort was a massive relief. A glimpse behind the curtain of another world. Where was that all this time? Where you lied to? University supposedly teaches you critical thinking, but what it really teaches is how to think like a cellar dweller confined within an office or laboratory. Safe, comfortable, and it's perfect because you're way too smart to get your hands dirty. Why does a life supposedly so good feel so unsatisfying? Why must you look elsewhere for escape all the time? It is not the great amounts of mental effort you expend in the office, or the silly office politics, or the commute, or the frequent downtime where you left to mull things over finally, because frankly, there's nothing else to do. Where you belong is outside. What you're supposed to do is what you tell little kids and puppies to go do. Run around and expend all your energy. Get sweaty and dirty and accomplish things, not just by thinking them, but by putting that thinking into real-world action. You're not that different from a dog. Just because you're grown up, serious, unimaginative, but totally productive, office ninja turned professional hierarchy climber does not mean anything for the essential nature that in thousands of years has not suddenly disappeared from people. 
You're an animal, a thinking savage, whose main purpose is to keep moving and learning. You need real challenges, not bureaucratic ones. Comfort looks like a desirable end goal. But your feelings and fleeting desires are misleading. They are a means, but not an end. Getting to the goal isn't the point. It's the chase, the hunt. You want to go and move. That's the real joy in anything. You don't love your job. You just put up with it and keep coming back to protect your position and your prospects because the future of increased comfort you have in mind comes closer every day as the money rolls in and the job gets easier with experience and the promotions open up new unexpected opportunities. Isn't randomness just the most satisfying thing? How ironic that you yearn for stability and aim for safety but gambling is one hell of a pastime and the random occurrences in life are what really make you feel things. The opportunities and setbacks, they are what make you grow as a person. They move you forward. That's what all this is about. You need to move. Again, you're not that different from a dog who wants the ball. It's not about the ball. It's about chasing the ball. The ball just gives you the goal to direct your movement. You enjoy the movement and the moment you have that ball, it's time to go again. Or at least start a fight over it. So it goes. The moment you get that promotion, you celebrate. Ride the dopamine wave and then as the wave settles, you chase the next one. This goes on forever. There's always more you could be doing and want to be doing. People in retirement find things to do because, as it turns out, just relaxing sends you into a frenzy. One cannot sleep more than it's necessary. Sometimes the things you don't want to hear or experience are the lightning strike that changes everything. Get struck, and if you get up again, you'll be reborn. All the great heroes go through this same cycle of destruction and rebirth, because there is a universal wisdom in it. Learn from those stories. It is the natural cycle of growing as a person, of making the most of life, of proactively living and seeing yourself becoming the best you can be. That shouldn't stop until you're dead. Jump into the dark pool outside of your comfort zone. The water is cold, but the only thing you'll regret is not jumping in sooner. And if you never do, you'll just forever wonder about it. Go on, take my hand, let's jump in together. You need a break. And not just any break, but a complete escape from your so-called reality. You live in a bubble. I cannot tell you what this bubble is because it's uniquely tinted by your life's random circumstances and choices. But you're in a bubble nonetheless. Grab a needle and pop it. Congratulations, you're free. Go out there and do something with your freedom. Don't be afraid of being afraid. Fear makes you move. Move out of the way or move to conquer. You cannot overcome fear by staying in place. Go, book a holiday. The longer, the better. And the more you protest, the better.
budget and responsibilities? We get it. You're busy. But busy with the wrong things right now. It's time for a challenge. Tailored to your needs. If you're listening to this podcast, you know enough about the internet to make it work. Select a climate for your challenge. Anything you want. But it has to be significantly different from what you used to. Whether the Arctic, desert, steppe, jungle or mountains. Give yourself a moment to see what speaks to you. If you feel resistance and discomfort, you're on the right track. It isn't stimulating if you feel nothing. It isn't challenging if it does not inspire doubt first. Trust yourself. You have faced difficulty at other times in your life as well, and you pulled through. I bet you got out better than you were. Book the trip, avoid the touristy areas, avoid the hotels, live with the locals. The more remote, the better. You don't need any language skills. There exists a universal human language, and you know it even if you don't. Free up a year to do this, no less. You can get re-employed or re-enrolled in university when you eventually return. That is, if you'll even want to do any of that conventional stuff by then. If you have a family to take care of, fine, that's not an excuse. Strike a deal. You need to go on a vision quest because you haven't gone on a good one yet. Take your partner with you to the edge of the earth while you send your kids to a boarding school or, if they're older, leave them in the care of family or trusted friends. Solitude is the best teacher, but you can still be alone in a crowd. This will also teach you cooperation beyond who does the dishes. You're leaving next month. Don't allow yourself any methods to cancel. Inform everyone who needs to know. Now, prepare accordingly. There are others who have done the same thing before, and they made it just fine. If you're particularly extreme, the US military publishes a survival guide for just about any situation you might find yourself in. Watch Bear Grylls on TV if you want. Take a camera crew too, but avoid the hotels and urine consumption. It'll make great content for YouTube and Instagram. Envision what it'll be like. First, the total break from your conventional little life and the routines and the boredom. No more noise. You will not be bored. You will not need Netflix to support you through the downtime. It's going to take your life experience to the next level. It's the noblest form of self-improvement. You will face challenges unlike those you ever expected and create memories to cherish for a lifetime. Those who return from these quests come out better. Broadening your horizons never hurt anyone, but it did refine them. To sharpen your mind, you must do it with a stone, not corporate jelly. For now, everything is prepared. Run outside, violently tear off your shirt and roll. Howl to the moon, do whatever it takes to unleash your inner savage. Set it free. You need to travel light, so cast off all your emotional baggage and modern sensibilities. If your neighbors have a problem because it's 3am on a Tuesday, challenge them to settle the issue in hand-to-hand -hand combat. You're the alpha dog now. Return the call of the wild. This is your commitment to a better you.